0: First readings from 1 Peter 2, verses 4 to 10. As you come to him, the living stone, rejected by humans but chosen by God and precious to him, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For in Scripture it says See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone. And the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Now to you who believe, this stone is precious. But to those who do not believe, the stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone, And a stone that causes people to stumble, and a rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they disobey the message, which is also what they were destined for. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation... God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. So the second reading is Psalm 134. Praise the Lord, all you servants of the Lord who minister by night in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and praise the Lord. May the Lord bless you from Zion, he who is the maker of heaven and earth.
1: Thank you, Mandy. I don't often start off sermons with a question. Some people, when they're preaching, always start with a question. But uh, I thought, this week it seems apt. So my question to start us off with is, what keeps us going as Christians, day by day, week by week, year by year, especially through the hard times of Christian life, when prayer life is on a low, and friends and family seem to be going cold on Jesus. We have personal struggles, perhaps. There's no obvious impact from our evangelism, and we feel a bit disillusioned. What keeps us going, even through those difficult times, and through mundane times as well, when we're not quite so hard-pressed, but it's just the mundaneness of life underway. Well, this psalm gives us a good reason, a very good reason, perhaps the best reason to keep going. It's because of our destination. The destination of the pilgrims in this psalm 134 was the house of the Lord, verse one, and Zion, verse three. Zion being the name at that time of the hill on which the house of the Lord stood in Jerusalem. Likewise, our destination the heavenly Jerusalem keeps us going through Christian life, even through the hard times. I was on a walk yesterday over in Linton, a nice day, went out of the house and we, Hannah and I went down to Linton to get some hills uh, away from the the flatness of the immediate vicinity of Cambridge. Uh, So we went up Rivey Hill with that very famous water tower at the top of it, a bit of a steep climb, quite hard going, hot day as well uh, for exercise, we went perhaps perhaps stupidly in the middle of the day, and uh, we nonetheless kept going. We, we had a destination in mind. We had the water tower at the top in might At least I did. Anyway, I didn't tell Hannah that. But uh, <laughs> uh, we had that in mind. Destination in mind, and the beautiful views over Linton uh, from the top of the hill, and indeed over all of South Cambridgeshire. Do you go if you haven't gone before. Only ten-minute drive from here. And that destination kept us on track. Well, rather harder journey. Uh, comes up in my favourite, one of my favorite war films, uh, which is Lawrence of Arabia, when he's making that journey, which you're probably familiar with if you've seen the film, across the Nefud Desert uh, from Central Arabia to capture Aqaba. Uh, much harder than my journey up Rivy Hill, much hotter, going through the Nefud Desert, much less water, uh, much longer journey. But he kept going as well because he had a destination, And all of his uh, soldiers had a destination in mind, a promise of capturing Aqaba, this important seaport. Uh, And that was what powered them through the desert. Well, in the same way, uh, the pilgrims in these songs of ascent have had a destination in mind, Jerusalem. And in the same way, we as Christians have a destination, the heavenly Jerusalem in mind that keeps us going through life. Now, Arabia, as well as being... uh, a similarly long journey to what the pilgrims went through to get to Jerusalem, uh, had also slightly similar climates, much more similar than the climates uh, here in Cambridgeshire. And uh, the pilgrims powered through the hot climate in Israel to get to Jerusalem. We've been through all of the 15... Songs of Ascent in these last few weeks in All Saints, both in the morning and the evening services. We're now at the end, We're at Psalm 134. We started at 120, we've been through to 134. And I thought it would be worth just giving us a quick summary of uh, where we've been in these 15 Psalms uh, to help us get the sense of arrival uh, that we're meant to experience when we read Psalm 134 and we arrive at, as verse 1 says, the house of the Lord, verse 3, at Zion. We started back in Psalm 120, which we probably preached on back in early July, late June, something like that, uh, among the tents of Kedar, among Meshach, place, evil places we didn't want to be. We wanted to get away from them, and the pilgrims were praying for deliverance from those places. Then in Psalm 121, they were on, on, on the way, on their journey, uh, among the slightly dangerous hills that surrounded their roots. We lift our eyes up to the hills. From where does our help come? On this dangerous journey, our help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. And then we saw how um, even at the start of this journey, even only soon after they've departed, Psalm 122, already the thoughts of the pilgrims were on the destination, on Jerusalem in Psalm 122. I was glad, they said, when they said unto me, let us go uh, into Jerusalem. And then we went through a series of meditations in the the middle of the series on the one whose footstool they were going to in Jerusalem on God and what he provides security and joy and offspring. So Psalm 125, the Lord surrounds, the Lord protects his people like the hills surround Jerusalem. Psalm 126, those who sow in tears will reap with songs of joy. And then 127 children are a heritage from the Lord. As the pilgrims got nearer and nearer to Jerusalem, as they perhaps passed by those who weren't joining them on the pilgrimage, who were um, sneering at them, there were a couple of meditations in the middle of the series on the choice that faces us all between fearing God and doing as he asks, or not fearing him and not doing as he asks. So blessed are all those who fear the Lord, they sang in Psalm 128. And may all who hate Zion, by contrast, be put to shame, that imprecation in Psalm 129. During the final approach up to the city in the second half of the series, uh, there was a mixture of confidence and humility as the pilgrims came to the holy city. My soul waits for the Lord more than watchman for the morning, more than watchman. For the morning they sang in Psalm 130, that anticipation of what was surely going to happen. And I have calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with its mother, they sang in 131, as they admitted and proclaimed their humility in the face of God. Last week, at the 6pm service here, we looked at Psalm 132, and were reminded of King David bringing the Ark of the Lord up into the city of Jerusalem. Arise, O Lord, and go, you and the ark of your might. Uh, The pilgrims sang as they remembered that incident from hundreds of years ago when David brought the ark itself, the ark of the Lord, into the city they were heading for. A wonderful poetic parallelism between the pilgrims entering the city and the ark of the Lord entering the city so long ago. And then this morning at the uh, two services here, uh, we looked at Psalm 133. How good and pleasant it is when brethren dwell together in unity. It's like oil running down the beard, running down Aaron's beard onto the cloak of his garments. It's like dew of Mount Hermon falling on Mount Zion. Uh, The pictures there of how wonderful it is for the tribes to be gathered together from east and west and south and north all across Israel and the diaspora across the Mediterranean gathered into Jerusalem. And the very obvious display of their unity as they gather there. And so we've come at last into the city, uh, through the hills, and away from the one dangerous tents of Kedar. And the dream of those gates of Jerusalem has become reality. And the security of the walls is once again experienced. There's joy of reunions of families going on all around. The Davidic entry of the ark itself has been followed and mirrored by all the pilgrims as they entered the city. And the unity of the people is enacted on a grand scale as the whole nation is gathered together in the city. And so we arrive in this final psalm at last in the house of the Lord, verse 1, in Zion, verse 3. The object, the longing of the pilgrims that has powered them through their journey to get here. Because this is God's own special place, his footstool on earth. Now, these songs of ascent are not just about one journey long ago by a pilgrim, or uh, all the journeys made by the pilgrims when the temple existed. To be perhaps a little bit cheesy, they're about all of life. They're about certainly all of Christian life, anyway. We have many starting points in life, but we have, as Christians, one destination. We have different sort of trials and problems that we face in life and different joys as well along the way. But we have one objective that powers us through. We have different traveling companions along the way, but one person who we're all going to see. The pilgrims of Psalm 134 ended up at last in the house of the Lord in the temple on Mount Zion. Standing there, as verse one says, in the temple courts, night by night. And likewise, Christians also end up in God's house, in his courts, in the New Jerusalem. Not simply at his footstool with a curtain between us and him, but instead at his throne itself with no impediment to our access to the king. What a wonderful destination an even more wonderful destination than that that powered the pilgrims through their journey in the Songs of Ascent. It was because they knew they were going to meet with God, the living God, that they endured all those difficulties on the journey. And it's the same motivation for us. Whether for them it was Passover or Pentecost or Tabernacles, those three festivals they went up to Jerusalem for, they kept going. Whether they were hot or cold or wet or dry, on the journey, they kept going. Whether it was a short road, just a, a few miles from between them and Jerusalem, or a very long one, they came from the diaspora far away in Persia or Rome, they kept going. Whether they had young children in tow or elderly relatives to support, they kept going. Whether the path was smooth and manicured or rough and ready, they kept going. And whether they passed through peaceful plains or menacing mountains... They kept going because of the motivation of seeing and being with God. They were going to Mount Zion, the house of the Lord. And so for us, we press on. Whatever season of life we might be in or might in the future find ourselves in, whatever conditions we are under, however far we still have to go in terms of the years of life left to us, whatever does or does not come our way, whatever the life of faith looks like in the future. By grace, we carry on, we keep going because of what is in the future. At the end of the road, we will stand in the presence of the lamb who sits on the throne. The words of Psalm 134, which we haven't really actually looked at in full yet, are both an exhortation and a blessing. So the exhortation in verses one and two, praise the Lord, all you servants of the Lord who minister by night in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and praise the Lord, exhorting them to praise, to lift up their hands. And in the second half, verse three, the blessing. May the Lord bless you from Zion, he who is the maker of heaven and earth. Now, if we think about it, Both parts of that psalm actually feel a little bit redundant. Why would you say, praise the Lord, when the pilgrims have already made it there to praise the Lord? They're actually engaged in doing that. In fact, these are the keen ones who are ministering not only by day, but also by night, verse 1, in the house of the Lord. They've made this long journey, and now they're up 24-7 worshipping God. But still, it says to them, lift up your hands, verse 2, in the sanctuary and praise God. And likewise, verse three, why would you say the Lord bless you when actually they're already experiencing the blessing they'd striven for of being in his presence, of being with him in his temple? Surely he's blessed them already by bringing them there, by bringing them safely to their destination. The exciting reality of interacting with the infinite God whose wisdom is endless, whose riches are limitless, is that we can always go further in knowing him in ways, in fact, that we don't even yet fully understand. And that's why the exhortation continued, praise the Lord, even when they're there praising him. And the blessing continued, may the Lord bless you, even when he has already blessed them so richly. The journey continues. Praise the Lord, lift up your hands, may the Lord bless you. And therefore, we don't think of our destination as Christians as simply a fixed and unmoving point. The joy that we anticipate, which we strive for in Christian life, is not monolithic but dynamic. It's not just an endless eternity of standing still in God's house, but a new and wonderful journey with Jesus, a greater journey than the one we're even on at the moment. And that's a, a wonderful truth captured, isn't it, at the end of C.S. Lewis's Narnia trilogy with his image of the, the next journey that they're continuing on to. The, the page has turned on the last book of the series, but actually uh, the children just beginning the real journey. All the colour, all the creativity, all the comforts of this life are nothing compared with what awaits in the next in the company of him who is the source of all good things. Praise the Lord, as this psalm says, indeed, an endless dynamic life in Zion. That's what we are striving for. That's what powers us as we keep going in Christian life. We're about to enter a new academic year. It's just around the corner. Uh, schools will be starting up soon, incredibly. It feels like they just finished, doesn't it? And universities and courts and uh, various other sorts of parts of life, including our church life, uh, starting new programmes in September. What will come up? What challenges will we individually and collectively face in this new academic year, 22-23? Will it be subtle mockery for holding to the christian faith if it is let's remember zion is ahead and therefore let's keep going on towards it maybe it will be decline and death of a family member and we need to remember in that case zion is ahead and we need to keep going perhaps stress at work and pressure at home which we hadn't anticipated we need to remember that zion is ahead let's keep going perhaps a major disappointment in somebody we trusted uh, here or further away. Let's remember that Zion is ahead and keep going. Or the temptation of sloth and envy at others. Zion is ahead, keep going. Or the apprehension of deep personal failings. Don't look inwards, look onwards. Zion is ahead, keep going. The pilgrims in the Songs of Ascent, they made it to Jerusalem. They made it to that priestly blessing, the Lord bless you, and exhortation, praise the Lord. They stood in the courts night and day, worshiping God, and by God's grace, we also will make it to the new Jerusalem and stand in his courts and worship. Let's pray. We thank you so much, Heavenly Father, for these Psalms of Ascent, Thank you for the encouragement of that faithful pilgrimage conducted hundreds of years ago. Bring us also, we pray, to your city, to your eternal city, that we might join with that great multitude gathered there from every tribe and tongue and nation to praise you and to live with you eternally. Amen. Amen.